You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't think I don't think that's exactly what was going on. I like, think that's exactly what's going on. I, I saw what was going on, and there was no explanation as to why it was going on. I think maybe you're misinterpreting. No, it, it wasn't like a, he was out in a field or anything. Like this was happening <laughs> well, you don't in know public. That. Okay, I've got a few theories about what's going on. And number one, I think you've got it wrong. And also, I don't know why you kept saying this was me over the weekend because I didn't like it that. It is. Reference. I saw future you. It is not future me. It completely, one hundred percent is future. Absolutely you. not. Uh-huh. Well, and if it was future me, there was a very good explanation for what was going on. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a great show lined up for you here today. We have, uh, well, us. we've got a lot to get to. We've got, <laughs> it, we've got us. We've got us. We're going we're gonna to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about some future, Greg. It is not future, Greg. Mm. I do want to remind everybody, before we talk about this, who is probably an upstanding gentleman that you are referencing, I'll, I'll explain why. Upstanding would be like a, a, I the will furthest explain. of the spectrum from where he was. No, he was doing you a favor, I'm sure. Oh. But I want to remind everybody that if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. It's that easy, Sarah. It's one click. Sarah, what would you buy from Amazon right now if you could? A pair of shoes. Okay, so how would you do that? I would go to funemploymentradio.com, then click on the Amazon link. And then shop for shoes. And then shop for shoes. And that was it. That was your one job, but it was that easy. It was so easy. Yeah, it was so simple, wasn't it, Sarah? It was amazingly simple. What is an, was it an enjoyable experience? It sure, it, it sure, it sure was. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. All right. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, Greg. All right. No, I have <clears> to paint so, the picture for you because I don't feel like you are completely understanding how maybe amazing I'm not. this was. Maybe I'm Am not. Am I amazing? I mean, so creepy. All right, go ahead and explain what this is. All right, so over the weekend, Greg keeps referencing this because I uh, made a post on the Twitter. I still don't know, really know how to use the Twitter, but when I have like a short thought, I'm like, oh, I'll put that on Twitter because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Short thoughts. Short short thoughts? Short thoughts. Okay. So I was, um, I was out and about, I think it was on Saturday, and I ended up going to Fred Meyer in my neighborhood and got some food. And as I was leaving, I saw this reflection. Fred so Meyer, for anybody who doesn't know, department store. It's like a, it's a grocery store. Grocery store, yeah. Store. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it has like toiletries and food and all that, all that stuff. So, um, so I'm at Fred Meyer, and I'm leaving through the parking lot. So basically there's the, there's the entrance, and then there's a parking lot behind it that I walk through to like get back to my neighborhood. So I'm leaving the exit, and I see something, and, and the sun kind of came out, so something like flickered out of the corner of my eye. So I turned to look, and it was the light reflecting off of what I was not sure at that particular moment. I'm like, what is that? As okay. I as I look closer, because I'm, I'm walking toward the direction of the You're flashing You're walking through lights. cars. It's a full parking lot. It's and... a full parking lot. Okay. And as I look over, as I get closer to the car window where I saw the light flashing, I look inside, and it was an old man with binoculars. Wait. An old Wait man so... sitting in the Fred Meyer parking lot looking at me. In a, in and a then car. everywhere, in a car with the windows up with <laughs> binoculars. He was sitting in the middle of the parking lot, like in the middle of, uh, like, like pretty close to the entrance slash exit of Fred Meyer. So it okay. wasn't like he was like off to the side, like looking at I don't know, like the forest creatures of you know, <laughs> of you know, southeast thirty thirty ninth. Like there's nothing. He was in smack dab in the middle of nothing but concentrated parking lot. So, 
So he's a, he's sitting in there. He's got his binoculars he's out. He's sitting in there. Yeah. And he's and he's scanning the parking lot. He's scanning the parking lot. Now door. was he looking at you when you looked over there? No, I think he was glancing around. Like he didn't lock on me. I, I saw the <laughs> flash because I think I got him like mid as he was like moving <laughs> around with his binoculars. Because the sun hit the binoculars and that's when I noticed them and I'm like, oh my god, that. Creepy old man's just sitting in his car looking at people uh-huh. with binoculars. Right, yeah. So he was he was checking everything out as he's as he's spinning around there. Well, I mean, was he you didn't see him like walk in on anybody in particular? No, or? no. So what I did, I just walked by, I was like, okay. So I pretended to look on my phone because clearly I'm trying to take a picture of the guy. Okay. So I, I wasn't able to do that, unfortunately. Well, you're sitting here calling this future me, which I dispute that, by the way. However, it, there could be there could be a misinterpretation I here. Really, like what do you really, think really, he was doing? I think he was peeping. I think he was being, he was creepy peeping is what he was. He was peeping. It was like in the middle of the peeping afternoon. In the parking lot peeping. He was parking lot peeping in the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. It was like 2.30 I mean, it three. sounds kind of fun if you got nothing else going on. He's but saying, I'm, I don't. And I will say he wasn't surrounded by other cars. He was sitting, uh, he was parked in one of the handicapped spaces. Uh, smart. Yeah. He was smart. an older you gentleman. Off, you get off a way to the side so that way nobody's noticing. Yeah. And then I stuck. Was so he I in the driver's seat or the passenger in seat? In the driver's seat. In the driver's seat. Oh, so he drove there. He was in the driver's seat. It wasn't seat. like, you know, he go, went down there and his wife's in the store shopping. He's, he's, oh, that doesn't really explain it still. No, I mean, but it, nonetheless, it doesn't explain so why he, the binoculars are out. He, yeah. And he wasn't getting out shopping. He explicitly drove there and parked so he could start looking through the parking lot at everything that's Lucas going on. Lucas in the chat said, wait, sir, you tried to take a picture of him? The PP has become the peeper. <laughs> it's true. I did try to take a picture, but, but I no wasn't picture. able to. But no picture. But no picture. Okay, and th- here's here's a couple of theories that I have, and I'm noticing in the live chat if you're a live subscriber, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Some people are already Picking up the same thing that I think, where people may have that it's the wrong Greg? idea. No, not about future Greg, but this guy that you're so blatantly like posting online and calling out what he's doing, maybe he was up to something good. Maybe this guy was this there. This guy looked like he was up to no good. There's a couple of things he could have been doing. Like, one, he could have been on a case. He could be a private eye. He's like the worst private he, eye in the history of private eyes then. Because he's sitting in a parking spot all by himself with binoculars. You can see him, like, not tinted windows or anything. Like, you can see a crazy old man swinging around looking at things in his, with his binoculars. As we all know, I consider myself not really, no, a little bit more than an amateur PI. I would say, like, like like pro amateur like uh, right in there you know I'm, I'm i'm on the borderline of going pro as far as being a uh, private investigator i've done no training for it but i feel i have the skills to, to pass whatever test you got to do and i think that this guy that could be something he was doing like if it were me on a case you know that'd be the perfect the perfect cover you go there to the parking lot nobody's paying attention you're an old man oh i just can't see so well and then he's out there he's scanning for his uh, mark, whoever the guy is that he's supposed to be following. He didn't look like he was specifically like looking for anyone in general. He looked okay. like he was just like following where his eyes, uh, the journey that his eyeballs took him to. Okay, all right. Like I, I would see him like start like zoning, like honing in on somebody, and he'd be like staring. <laughs> semi pro. That was the word I was going for. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a semi pro uh, uh, private investigator. Um, okay, well maybe he, maybe that's not part of it. Maybe he was. Maybe there was something else that you don't know about. So he could have been employed. Perhaps they've had like some robberies in that parking lot, and there's been some some shenanigans that have gone on. They're like, okay, nothing's getting caught on the surveillance cameras. We need somebody on the ground in there to like figure out what's happening. And so this guy either was hired or took it upon himself really to park there, so. and he's scanning the parking lot, you know, looking for burglars, looking for all kinds of people up to no good, some hooligans, you know, some rascals getting around on. I stuff. I really don't think that the Fred Meyer. 
uh, let's just say on Hawthorne, it's a pretty busy Fred Meyer. I don't think that uh-huh. they hired one creepy old man to sit in a handicapped parking spot, peeping at mm-hmm. people with his binoculars mm-hmm. to try and solve the, the, the crime problem. Yeah. Of Southeast Portland. Right, that's good. It's that all the burden. It. It's, it's all the shoulders of that one man. Observe and report. That's what he was doing. You know, he's almost like a like an urban superhero. Like one of those guys, like, what is it, the guy's name, like Master Shield or Shield Master? You're the one the, that's excited about there's, him. There's the know. guy, I, I forgot what his name was. But anyway, the guy that was out in Hillsborough and now he lives in um, Camas, defending <laughs> the mean streets of Camas. Um, you know, he could have been that. He could have been, yeah, you know, the the Watcher. That could have been his superhero name. He's Again, the watcher. you've watched too much Fringe. I'm just saying that's, yeah. that's a po- that's a possibility. Oh yeah, that is kind of that that way too. Anyway, there's that. Uh, he could have been, you know, observing some kind of a nature thing. You know, he could have been he could have been bird watching. Right, I just let me tell you this. Like this is in my neighborhood, and I walk around quite a bit. There's not a lot of nature in my neighborhood. It's more of a it's it's more of a busy thoroughfare. Okay, I would say like you know. As you get further out in the city, you know, it gets a little more, like, nature-y. But, I mean, all I see, basically, nature-wise, are a couple of birds and the ever-so-common electrocuted squirrel laying on the sidewalk. Yeah, maybe he was looking out for the squirrels or something like that. I think there's a perfectly perfectly reasonable explanation as far as what was going on. Um, other superhero names that are being posted in the live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Octogenarian Man, um, The Letcher. That's one possible name for He uh, looked really... Like, I have to say, I don't think that he was looking for birds. There was something a little... <laughs> what do you think he was looking there for? There was something a little creepy about him. Like, the way he was so... I think that it was his in his movement. Oh, like, what do you was, mean? He was, like, really jerky. Oh, like, like he, he was, was really in a hurry trying to find whatever he was... Yeah, like, he was kind of, like, looking around, and then he... I really wish you would have put this on Periscope I know, or something. I know. I just didn't know what to do. I I didn't know that this is... Like, I just left the store. I didn't know I was going to encounter future Greg sitting in a car peeping at people. No, no, did you let anybody else know about this? No, what am I supposed to do? That would make me sound like a crazy person. Like, hey, hey, do you guys see that, see that old, old man looking for the binoculars right there? I don't know. I mean, that's just one thing. One one thing he could have done, I, and I do say I don't believe that he was doing anything untoward to his body because he did have both hands on the binoculars. Both hands were on the binoculars. I okay. saw them because he had them both. Right, that's how so I could that, tell they were binoculars because he was holding either just, side of them. It wasn't a one hand job there no. where he's just uh, got one hand up. No, okay. he had both hands on the binoculars. Both hands firmly on the binoculars. But he didn't okay. really seem to be looking. I think he wasn't looking up. Let me just say I think there might be like a couple of trees in the parking lot that they add, <laughs> you know, for to give it some flair. He was not looking up at the trees. For I'm any just saying. I mean, you know, maybe life. this guy was just, uh, you know, enjoying, uh, enjoying the urban scenery. I really like that. In no way that you would ever side with anyone other than the creepy guy in the parking lot with the binoculars. I'm just saying, there's a million reasons that it was perfectly fine what he was doing, and you're just going to the to the negative ones. And also, you called him future Greg, so I do feel like I have to defend him. Well, anyway, that's I. I think it was just being fine. pointed out in the chat. Uh, I like all of Greg's detailed theories. Have a feeling that the cops will one day hear one or more of these when he's busted for the same thing as the old man. No, there was a robber. I saw him. There's burglars about, sir. Hooligans. Uh, it's being speculated maybe he was handicapped. He was moving around pretty freely, and he was and he was in the driver's seat. Um, maybe he can't walk and was just waiting and wasting time. Still, that none of those things would make it still okay to have binoculars out. No, around. it was it was Yeah, that doesn't It uh, was aggressive binocularing. Yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't just gently like, you know, just jerking around. Right. Just just it taking was, a look, taking in the scene. Yeah, I want to see binocular guy again. So I'm going to be on the lookout for him next time I go. Okay, please do a periscope or something or or get some kind of a picture of uh of binocular man so we can try to ascertain what's going on. Maybe I should talk to him as a fellow private investigator and we'll Knock on the window. Yeah, we'll get down to it. Mhm. Oh, what's your case number? <laughs> 
Hey man, you want a case here? I won't blow your cover. You know, no we'll, man, we'll just from one private dick yeah. to another. Yeah, well, that's, I'm not going to phrase it in that manner. That's who you are. That's well, what yes, to say. that's obviously, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how I approach it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, all right. So that happened yesterday. Was that yesterday or over the weekend? It you happened on like Saturday. Saturday. I think. All right. Well, then yesterday, um, you and I both went to, and among a bunch of other people, went to the Rip City Bad Boys viewing party for oh, the Blazer game. That was so much fun. It was a lot of fun, yes. Yeah, so. the fact that the Blazers got annihilated. Except for that part. Except yeah. for that tiny, tiny yeah, insignificant so fact. Rip City Bad Boys, if uh, if you if you don't know, it's a podcast right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's Keelan and Tristan. Keelan being a Pistons fan, Tristan being a Blazers fan, ergo Rip City Bad Boys, and they had their event. It was a great event, like really good job on, on both of them for putting it on, and it was at the A&L Tavern yesterday, and we watched the game. The only downside was that, yeah, the Blazers didn't quite win. They didn't even come close. They didn't ever. They didn't quite win. Okay. No, it was it was bad. It was uh-huh. pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Which Pistons of course made won. Keelan the happiest person the in the happiest world. Happiest little snowflake in the room was Keelan. Yes, dancing around with his smug smile. No, the the Pistons won. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't tell you though. I don't think I really talked to anybody about it. About how I got there yesterday to the event because I took the bus because it's actually it was it's pretty easy for me to get there by bus and. I haven't ridden the bus on a Sunday afternoon for a while, and I don't know if there's something different about Sunday bus riders than normal than normally during the week. Like we have a pretty good mass transit system here in in Portland, and I do use it quite a bit. And there's always you know some some strange people. There are strange people on every bus. That's just part of what it is. But usually they just leave you alone. It's not too much. Yesterday seemed like almost a caricature of a parody <laughs> of what a Portland bus ride was because okay. you had every single type. Okay, so what are the type of, of, like, Portland bus characters or characters in general? Well, Portland bus characters, I guess. But maybe these wouldn't necessarily, like, they could could apply to other places, too. But I'm just saying it was was so strange. Like, I got onto the bus. There weren't that many people on there. And it it just kept getting it escalated. And this bus ride was only, like, 20 minutes that I was on this thing and maybe even less than 20 mm. minutes and all this happened so I get on yeah because it's pretty much a straight shot from where you live to where the place was yeah yeah I mean yeah pretty much and so I get on there and I'm, I'm fine I'm just kind of relaxing and then you get the the woman with a kid and the kid has the phone and all of a sudden I just keep hearing this really loud noises and this woman was letting her kid play a video game on her phone Without like headphones? at full volume. Oh man. Full volume. That's always so irritating. It was so irritating and it was echoing throughout the whole bus and so I decided to kind of take one for the team on this and I didn't say anything. <gasps> what did you do? But I did the shaming look. I did the shaming look for it. Now, I've let it go for like a couple of minutes. I'm like, this is really annoying. It was really obnoxious. So I did the glance over, and I kind of kind of looked, but looked just long enough to where the uh, the mom noticed I was looking and started looking at me and then turned away right at that moment. So that way, you know, it was like, oh, wait, he was looking at me, but was he looking at me? Oh, I don't know what's going on. So she got, but like, then the she luck. got the hint. Uh-huh. And then she's I a, she's a grown ass woman. She shouldn't have to have a hint like that. No, you just you know, you you really shouldn't. Some people, yeah. And and so then I you know I held out my uh, my headphones as I was starting to put them in, doing a little bit more of a shaming demonstration. It was totally yeah. It's being noted that I didn't say anything. No, I wasn't gonna call. I wasn't gonna say anything because that just escalates it too the much. Telling look. I gave the telling look. If I say something and then she says something back back and you know it escalates on the bus, you got to be really careful about who you say something to because you never know what you're going to get into. And I was, 
I wasn't prepared for a verbal altercation if she decided to be completely it's true. angry She's about having, it. Like a bad day. Yeah, like, you got to pick your battles. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. rather just do that. It was it was easier for me to put up with the kid rather than get into a verbal altercation. I was not into that yesterday. So instead, I just did the little glance to see what if I could do it, and it worked. I was I was pretty proud of myself for that. But this is where it started getting crazier about what was happening on the bus. So that woman turned out that turned out to be the least of the problems. I ended up changing seats, sitting uh, sitting towards the back, and as I'm sitting there, I hear this loud conversation start up. I'm like, "Wow, these people are really talking to each other, like like an intimate conversation, not intimate as in they were talking about, uh, you know, intimate sexual things, sexual, escapades. sexual nature. They weren't talking sexually. They weren't talking sexually. Uh, but it was like a conversation about, well, yeah, we're going to go uh, there later. And did you hear what Danny was saying about this and this? And she was talking about some somebody named Danny. And I look back and I realize, okay, yeah, the reason it sounds kind of strange is because this guy has his phone out on speakerphone, also at full volume, having a conversation with the person on the other line. Oh, So we wow. can all hear, not just, not just having it up to his ear and talking loudly. All, so it was sounded, there were two people there talking. That's weird. It was weird. I don't understand how people, and, like, in this look-at-me culture, like, you really want someone to hear your phone conversation? That's the thing. Like, And so, I, of course, I took my, my earbuds out. This was over my earbuds, by the way, because I had them in, and I could still hear the conversation. So I took them out, and that's when I realized that they were – it was just a guy on his phone behind me on speakerphone. I mean, and they were talking about this other person and about how, oh, they're acting weird. I don't know what's going on. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to come over there in a little bit. And the girl on the other line is like, all right, baby, I miss you so much. I miss you too. I mean, I'm going to come see you later. All right, baby. It was all of that shit. And then here's the worst part. This guy, when they're getting ready to say goodbye, she's like, all right, I miss you. And he's like, I miss you too. I miss you. And started doing the kissing noises. Are you sure? I am sure. I am 100% sure because it wasn't just once. They said goodbye back and forth like five times. Volleying the, I miss you, baby. I miss you, too. I miss you, too. And did that loudly for everyone to hear making the kissing noises. It was one of the most... it, It was so disturbing. That is really weird. Oh. Oh. So that happened right after... That phone conversation got done. This is why I'm saying this is like a parody of a bus ride in Portland. In walks... The crazy person? The crazy person. <gasps> I know the Portland pattern by now. I the, know the bus pattern. As soon as you get the first two out of the way, then stop and you hear the yep. beep, 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 yep. as the thing goes down. Because I was still, I was still focused and grossed out by the kissing noises that I, I wasn't paying attention for a second. But yeah, then crazy guy walks onto the bus. And he sits down, and you can tell he's he's shifting around. He's up at the front of the bus, but it's one of those side seats, so we can look back at everybody. And I never try. I tried to never make eye contact, but I see him looking around, and you know that look when they're looking I for somebody to talk to. Talked about that. They're always just looking. They, they're trying to lock eyes. They're That's trying what to lock do. eyes with you somebody. Just look intently at your lap, stronger than you have ever looked at anything before in your entire life. Uh huh. Yes. And <laughs> this guy's like, he's bouncing back and forth and he's scooting around, you know, because he's clearly, he's, he's been having some fun that day, I think. He was, he was doing a little bit of the meth shuffle. But just looking all the way back at the bus, and I know, I, I couldn't see past, you know, a, a couple of people, you know, there's all the people behind me, but I know they were probably doing the same thing I, I was doing, which was instantly look down at your phone. Look down at your oh, phone. Oh, yeah. You know he's looking for somebody. If he locks eyes, it, you're done. You're done. Well, the woman in front of me, Made the made a mistake. <gasps> and she locked eyes. 
And so then he had somebody anything. You just have to like to reference avoid eye contact. Yes. And so unfortunately, I'm going to preface this. This is about the only thing I understood from him. He locked eyes with her, realized he had one and then decided to use her to basically speak to the whole bus. Hey, who here wants to hear some inappropriate jokes? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what he said. Who here wants to hear some inappropriate jokes? And, of course, at that point, he had my attention. I wanted to hear what the, what the inappropriate Did jokes were. Did you look were. up? And, uh, well, I didn't, like, I didn't make eye contact, but I, I was trying to get into earshot so I could hear him better. So the guy was slurring his words pretty badly. It was pretty tough to understand anything he said. But the woman in front of me, to her credit, she just she nodded her head. <laughs> she wanted to hear some inappropriate jokes. Because you know they're going to happen. Yeah. Like, regardless if anyone says if they want them or not, like, that guy is happen. going to be telling his jokes. And before it started, I'm like, oh, my God, so the bus driver's going to shut this down in a second. What is he going to say? And this is the worst part of this story. I couldn't understand anything he said except for one punchline, and it was... It was pretty gross. I don't even know if I want to know what the joke was. Okay. So he just, but he's sitting there mumbling. I'm like, whatever, there's a guy who wants to go by the sand and there's a girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just started laughing. Like, that's what it sounded like. And so I'm sitting there trying to pick you out what like the joke was. sound like Charlie Day after he's had too much spray paint. That's kind of what this guy sounded yeah. like. That's a very similar, similar thing. And he was, me- he was cracking himself up. And I think that's why he didn't get stopped is because nobody could really tell what it was he was saying. (laughs) But I got the impression it wasn't good. And, yeah, the punchline had to do – I don't even want to say it. Had to do with a a feminine hygiene product. Okay. Was was one of them. That's all right. You don't. Yeah, and so I I don't. If we don't know the joke, there's no point in being. There's no point in being gross. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'll say. That's that's what one of the punchlines was, and that's the only one I could understand. So that happened, and then finally, you know. it was time to get off the bus. And of course, what stop is crazy getting off? My stop. Got off, had to get off right behind him. And then, you know, he knew I was his, now his bus buddy because we'd gotten off the bus together. So we were in it together oh, okay. as far as in his mind. You guys are going on your journey now. Now we're, from, now we're pals. From travel to land. Yep. You guys and are a, together. Unfortunately, we were crossing the street in the exact same way twice. And I, I thought I was avoiding him by going the other way, but nope, he followed right along. And then he kept he trying. talking? Uh, he was saying things like, I was saying, you know, mumbling things, mm-hmm. but looking at me because I was his now pal. And then he just decided to walk right out into traffic and just stopped traffic both directions. And just it doesn't walked end tragically where he's like squished, Didn't right? Didn't end tragically. No, everybody stopped for him. I mean, he was the king of the road right then. Uh, everybody kind of recognized, all right, somebody honked, but. Well, they weren't going to do anything, mm-hmm. and he just walked right across the That's road. That's true. Like you can angrily honk, but you're not going to run somebody over. You're no. just like, well, you, you and win once, this round. And once you look at the guy, it's like, well, yeah, there's no winning here. Yeah, you know, you're honking, you're just going to draw attention to him. He's just going to come over <laughs> to you. <laughs> And that's the, that was it, and he walked out of my life. You should have invited him to the uh, Rip City Bad I Boys podcast I should have party. said, hey, man, I know of a great party you should go to. I, and everybody there loves inappropriate jokes. Let me introduce you to somebody. I bet I can get you some mic time at the top of this thing. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. So that was, uh, that, was, that was it. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't take journey. the bus. I was going to try to yesterday, but I actually did that thing. I didn't think that really happened anymore where I chased the bus down the street. <laughs> like I like I heard it because it was you around my apartment the bus? building. I missed the bus, and that's something that I'll never ever ever do again. So I chased the bus, and uh, and it didn't stop. You can get the finger, the middle. Right. <laughs> it didn't stop. So I'm like, well, 
fuck it. And uh, I didn't know what to do. So I'm just like, well, I'll just drive. I'll just drive there. I'm going to have a couple of beers. So we'll leave my car there overnight. Okay. You know, so that way I'll just, you know, it's not too far away from where I live. Relatively safe neighborhood. I'm like, but I don't really have anything, hopefully, like nothing really fancy in my car that anyone would want to take. Right. But it's always nerve-wracking to leave it in a different neighborhood. So I left it over there. Um, Greg and I had a meeting this morning. He came and picked me up and drove me to my car. Yeah. So this has happened to me about three different times in the past couple of weeks. And every time it gets me, and I'm completely confused the entire time, and I want to know if this happens to anybody else. Because this is... I, it keeps happening, and I feel kind of nutty, but I know that I can't be alone because it's a pretty probably something that's pretty common. Okay. So when you dropped me off at my car today... I don't think I ever even told you the, the rest of the story. So Greg dropped me off at my car. Yeah. So I get out, and I look at the front of the car, and there's this giant scrape on the front of the bumper. Yeah, and that's like, what you said it looked like. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, fuck, are you kidding me? Someone's great, because I already have the hole punctured in the back. I'm like, somebody scraped my bumper. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm like, there's nothing I can do. It looks like somebody was trying to like turn around on the street, because it's a really narrow street, and probably just like backed into it and scraped yeah. it up. So there's like, my car is light-colored, so it's all like, like all black uh, like smeared on the front and kind of scratched. I'm like, awesome. So Greg takes off. I get ready to go <laughs> to my like, car. Oh, that sucks. See ya. Yeah. So I like lean down and I'm like rubbing the scratch. I'm like, all right, well, I guess, you know, it's mostly like bumper, like rubber from a bumper. Maybe I can get it off. So then I get out my keys and I start clicking the unlock thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't hear anything. Like my my key fob isn't working. Oh, and shit. I'm like, okay, this isn't working. So I look inside of my car and inside of the car, what I thought was my car, Completely, one hundred percent clean. There was not a thing in it. There was not a jacket. There was not a hat. Like my car, kind of looks like I live out of it. Oh, I've seen your yeah. car. Yes. So I'm looking at this, and I'm totally confused. I'm like, what is happening? Where did all my stuff go? Because the front seat was like pushed forward, and so I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait. And I step back, and the car itself is really clean on the inside, but the outside is really dirty. And I'm looking at it, and it has like some scratches and stuff on it that I knew I didn't have. I'm like, what is happening? And I kind of, I felt insane for a second. So I like take a step back, and then Did I'm looking at it. Somebody break into it, and no. Then I look, and there's um there's like a Volkswagen Bug behind that car, and behind the Volkswagen Bug is my car. It was a car, the exact same make, model, color, everything of my car <laughs> that I thought was mine. That I was, I was rubbing the scratches on it, trying to get in, like pulling at the door. I looked like I was trying to break <laughs> into somebody's car. Because I was, I was completely confused. I was standing there like, oh, shit, well, somebody stole all the stuff out of my car. That's weird. Why would they want all my, like, you know, hats and, you know, coffee cups? And I don't, I've, I've seen the inside of your car. I don't know why anybody yeah, would want Yeah, and I was, very, I was really, I was just really confused. And so I'm just standing there staring at it. But this has happened to me. So anyway, my car was fine. wasn't hit by a car. All my junk is still in it. But this happened to me even, actually, at the parking lot we were talking about earlier with, the, with future Greg, with the binoculars. It's not future Greg. So that happened to me. I came out of Fred Meyer, and I was there, like, bringing all my bags and stuff out, and I got out my keys, and I did the same thing, where I'm trying to unlock the door, and I'm pulling on the handle, uh-huh. and it's not opening, and I'm like, what? So I'm getting ready to, you know, get my... So I got my key out that time. I'm actually like, oh, the battery must be out, and tried to unlock the door, and it wouldn't unlock. I'm like... So, <laughs> this I'm is like, a stranger's car. This, this is, is someone else's car. car. This is somebody else's car. Somebody else's car. And then I looked, and my car was once... Like, there was a car in front of it, and then mine was one spot over. So I'm <laughs> generally getting the vicinity of my car. But it's 
but it's not my car. So I'm like doing that. I'm like, all right, just hitting the key thing. It's not working. My key almost got stuck in the door. I'm like, was somebody trying to break into my car? I wonder if the other person ever like walked up to their car uh, was like, who loaded my car full of junk? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Like, who opened it up and yeah. dumped all the stuff in here? Um, no, so I'm not able to get into my car. Like I remember my friend drove a... Uh, like years ago, she drove a Honda Civic, and we mm-hmm. tried to get into her car because we thought she had parked it on the street. This is probably like in 2005. Yeah. Uh, so we got into what we thought was her car, turned the ignition. We started driving away. It turns out the keys for that particular year of Honda Civics work in each other's cars. Whoa. We drove off in somebody else's car. <laughs> it was the weirdest because I'm like, I was looking at her. I'm like, what are these like weird crystal things that you have hanging <clears throat> from your mirror? And she's like... I don't have crystal things hanging from. She's like, "What? Where did those come from?" And she looks down and like, "There's all this stuff that wasn't hers." She's like, "Oh my god, we just stole somebody's car. Inadvertently <laughs> stole someone's car. Put it back. Her car was parked, you know, on the other side of the road. Exact same make model. The key and worked for it. The key worked. The key started the engine. Wow. Yeah, it was a Honda. I don't know, like one of those, you know, the basic Hondas. It was a Honda something or other. Well, you got to be careful doing that because I had to. I may have told this story before, and I can't say who this was. But I had a friend who who got into some trouble with that kind of thing. He was this is when I lived in Corvallis and he he was a friend of mine who was crashing at my place for for a couple of weeks and he was like in between places cuz he's getting ready to move somewhere. But he went out he went out drinking and went out in, in downtown Corvallis and I lived away away from downtown and he was walking back to my house and at the time I had like a little black ranger pickup like I, I can't remember even remember what year it was mm-hmm. like 1990 or something like that and he um, was walking along the street and saw it, and for some reason, he said in his drunk mind, he thought I would have cigarettes in my truck, which <laughs> there's no reason for him to even think that, but he that's what he thought in his mind. He's like, yeah, I'm going to open up Greg's car, and I bet he's got some in there. And so he went up to the car, and it was unlocked, and got into it, and started rifling through the glove box, going through everything. And trying to find where where he thought he said in his drunk mind where cigarettes would be, and suddenly he started hearing this this yelling, and this guy this guy came out and was like, "Get the fuck out of my car! What are you doing?" And started screaming at him. Oh Jesus! And so he he got up. My my friend did. We'll call my friend uh, Jason, and and he got up and realized it was not my truck. It looked just like my truck, mm-hmm. but he wasn't even on my street. He wasn't even. He was nowhere near, and he panicked. And and turned around and started running and tripped and fell, and so this this guy came over just like held him down because he's a pretty small guy. Mm. Held him down, called the police, and he was arrested Are for you sure breaking this guy's and entering. Name wasn't uh, Craig Wibbler. No, it was not Craig Wibbler. Trust he me. He too was a very small man. No, I got the call the next day from jail <laughs> from where he was. And oh he's... God, I think you did say this because I remember thinking like, oh, that's a really terrible end to the story. It was pretty con- pretty confusing. bad end to the story. Yeah, because like, it probably did look like I was trying to break into somebody's car. I didn't even think about that. Well, and in all fairness, the guy who, the guy who caught him breaking in—I mean, he wasn't really breaking in—and and he should have known that pretty quick. Like this guy's really drunk, but he pressed charges, and so oh. that's why he got busted for it, arrested. He ended up having to have community service. I think some of the charges got dropped, but it was a it was a real big hassle for him for quite a long time, oh. and it had to be secret too. We couldn't let anybody know. His his job would not have been well. He was a, in a more public type job. Gotcha. Yeah, where if it had been known what he had done, uh, that, that he was busted for breaking and entering into a truck, when really he was just fucking drunk and thought thought it was my car. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was 
It lasted for quite a while. He he dealt with that See, for a I'm long never, time. So I'm saying, be careful. No, I'm just be like, careful. I'm never looking for my car if I've even you know me. I like I never touch my vehicle even if I've had like you know a sip of. Well, alcohol. he wasn't trying to drive. No, no, that's I not know, it. but I'm saying like I'm never looking for my car when I'm drunk. But it like, was for a any mistaken reason, so. case of mistaken identity of cars <laughs> that he paid for for quite a while. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so it does happen, and it's it can be worse. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was really. It's really. Weird, like when you think something is yours, and I was just—I was so confused. Yeah, like looking at the like how everything was cleaned out from the inside. Like, wow, somebody really wanted all of my stuff. <laughs> Got like a new kids on the block lunchbox back I there. Still, like I'll they took that. I still think it's more fascinating for the other guy. Like somebody got rid of all their junk in my car. <laughs> they unloaded it all into here. That seems like more work than it would be necessary. <laughs> it's personal. That's being speculated. Uh, Maybe my, uh, my binocular man was the one on the lookout for car thieves. See? Maybe. I don't know. He's probably helping you out. Yeah, I just can't believe like how gullible I am with that. Like, it, I mean, my car is pretty common. Like, there are cars all over Portland that look like it. I think it was yeah. one of those where they made, like, an extra two billion of them. So, like, every other person has this car. Yeah. So, that's that. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome... My world of crazy. Crazy. Thank you to the folks who sent this to me today, including but not limited to Greg Nibbler out of Harris County, Texas. Mm. I didn't actually read this story. I just saw it and I was like, yep, I'm going to send that over. So this happened this morning in uh, Houston, in the Houston area. Uh, So the westbound lanes of a Houston area highway were shut down this morning due to a crash and a disturbance involving... A naked woman dancing on top of a big rig. <laughs> a completely nude woman climbed on top of a, of a semi-truck and started dancing. So uh, there's some footage from KHOU in Houston uh, from their helicopter. It shows the woman is not wearing any clothes, which, of course, after the accident, is also starting uh, started to slow down traffic in the eastbound lanes as well, as it would probably be quite the distraction to see a nude woman dancing on top of a semi-trailer. Yeah, that might slow down some traffic. So this, was this, the truck wasn't dr- moving, I take the it. The truck was not moving. Okay. No. Uh, so they didn't know whether the woman was involved in the crash or if she had come running from somewhere else and decided to climb on top of the crash for her impromptu striptease. Okay. They don't know for sure. So the uh, crash involved three vehicles and it happened just before uh, 9 a.m. this morning. So they don't know yet if she was involved in the crash. Two hours later, authorities say they were still trying to st- safely talk her down from the, room of the roof of the semi. She's up there for two hours. Just dancing away the whole time? Just dancing away. Damn. What a feeling. Uh, so all westbound traffic is being forced off, off of the highway and around the dancing naked woman on the semi truck and eastbound lanes. Was there music it. or was she just... Uh... There's music in her mind, man. Okay. Oh, I wanted to um, do this story because it just kind of made me feel old. And it's kind of funny. So an 18-year-old man is now seeking his biological father via Facebook after he found out that his mother got pregnant by this man at a New York City radio station concert 18 years ago. Wait, what? So at K-Rock. Wait. At K-Rock. So at a K-Rock concert? Yeah, they have a... a <laughs> How does he know so this? So basically he's saying, my mom's a whore. Yeah, my mom banged some <laughs> dude at the... Uh... At a Syracuse, years New York, ago. a New York man... The Cheap um, Trick concert? A New York man who was conceived, and he was told that he was conceived there by his mother, 
who's conceived at a local radio station's music <laughs> festival, is now seeking his biological father through Facebook. Why would she tell him that? I mean, I... Right, she's like, well, Jimmy, I need to tell you something. Your mama was a bit of a whore. I mean, you could just say there was a man, you know, that I met at uh, some point. No, I was at They're the like, bathroom. I met him. Was <laughs> in the bathroom at the K-Rock concert? <laughs> <laughs> so this happened in 1996. Oh. This guy's name is Jet... Collins, uh, 18 years young, he shared a photo of himself on the Facebooks holding a sign claiming that his mother met his bio- like his mother met his biological right, father. Yeah, yeah, they fell in love at the K in the Rock- bathroom at the K Rockathon concert in 1996. <laughs> uh, so this is the information that he had on the sign. He wrote, "I am looking for a man named Jason that might live in the Syracuse that might have lived in Syracuse, New York, in 1996." He Do you remember the, this woman? <laughs> he went to the first K-Rockathon in 1996 and met a girl and met, oh. again in quotes, a girl named Diana Collins. I am the product of that night. <laughs> I am not asking for anything. I would just like to meet my my, my biological father. Oh, well, I think man. That, I think it's interesting. It's a good way to go about it to try and find somebody yeah. I mean, using social media like that. But I mean, I, mean, I wonder I what suppose. the mother thinks. She's like, ah. Oh. I was trying to keep that story under wraps. What do you say? Like, oh, I banged somebody in the in a radio station concert bathroom line. What can I say? Got this little treasure, though. <laughs> My little sweetheart. Uh, so, what, uh, what's this woman's name? Her name is Diana Collins. Diana Collins, Syracuse, New York. Okay. Uh, Collins says that. Uh, so, eighteen-year-old Collins, uh, the Spawn Collins, K Rockathon baby. <laughs> Collins added this. Who was playing at the concert? What bands? 1996. Oh, God. That could have been Third Eye Blind. Lit. Probably. (laughs) Lit. I would think Lit. Um, Could be Offspring. Rage Against the Machine. Maybe. Oh, wait. Okay, do you want to know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no doubt, probably. Nope. Butthole Surfers. Awesome. Poe. Reverend Horton Heat. Seven Mary Three. The refreshments, oh yeah, toadies, and the Verve pipe. That's a knockout concert for ninety six. Ninety six. That's I, a I hell saw of a lineup. A majority of those back in nineteen ninety six. That, that's a big time lineup. Not at the right K Rockathon and not getting knocked up by somebody named Jason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Spawn Collins says that his expectations aren't high, and he hopes the film. Uh, the well, I would could, hope not. Could gain enough traction <laughs> to help him meet his father. She also named him Jet. Is that right? Jet. Jet Collins. Well, okay. the photos quickly spread around the internet, uh, almost 10,000 shares on Facebook, and caught the attention of K-Rock host Rain Man. <laughs> Rain Man says, didn't meet my biological Man. father till I was 21, I want to help Jet out. Hits close your... to home for me, please RT this, or retweet this. That's Rain Man. Okay. I'm the Rain Man. All right. All right, so we'll see if Diana Collins can find... Her lost bathroom line love. Was, was it an outdoor concert? Was it a porta potty type of thing? I don't know. I'm not familiar with the K Rock. I mean, that sounds like an outdoor kind of concert. Wait. How uh, many details does do they have? All, right all we know is that the guy's name was Jason. Okay. He lived in Syracuse, New York. He went to the K Rockathon in uh, 1996, met Diana <laughs> Collins. And that's all we need to know about that. And that's it. Yeah. <sighs> All right, next up. There are so many Jasons within a certain age range in Syracuse right now. Like, wait a minute, what? I was pretty drunk at that are you concert. Jason from- I don't know. <laughs> are you Jason from K Rock? <laughs> oh. All right, uh, next up out of California. A Redding, California woman led law by, uh, enforcement officers on a pursuit all over Redding, California. 
in a minivan that was painted to look like the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo. That's, That's not a really good using? way to blend in. Yeah, a, a woman led law enforcement officers on a pursuit in a minivan painted to look like the mystery machine. So this happened this past weekend. Uh, so a probation officer with Shasta County Probation contacted Reading uh, Police regarding Sharon K. Terman, 51 years young, who was wanted for a probation violation. Now, according to police, Terman was found operating the Chrysler minivan painted teal and green with the words mystery machine on the side of it. <laughs> uh, officers tried to conduct a traffic stop. Terman took off in the mystery machine. A pursuit began as she sped through South Market Street. Now, the chase came to a stop near Highway 273, but Terman continued to speed southbound. According to police, Terman drove through an intersection against a red light, but made it through. Ooh. Oh, this is a real... She's really using that mystery machine. Yeah. Uh, so the California Highway Patrol helicopter then got involved. They later were able to locate the mystery machine that was abandoned at Hill Drive. Officers say, officers say that Terman then... Let's see. So she left the mystery machine, and she was able to leave on foot, where now her whereabouts remain unknown. Now, uh, this 51-year-old, very spry and squirrely young lady, Sharon Terman, is able to drive the mystery machine all over town, being pursued by helicopters. Wow. Lots of police, and Mm -hmm. still could get away on foot. Zoinks. So if you have seen Sharon Terman, her whereabouts are unknown, and she is wanted by the Reading Police Department as well as now uh, as Shasta County Probation. That is is pretty impressive. How do you spell her last name? uh, T-U-R-M-A-N. Okay, Sharon Terman? Sharon Terman. Sharon K. K-A-Y Terman. Okay. She looks how you think she would. Okay. All right. Last two stories. Yep. I do have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't she look like it? Sums it it up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't... I know that everyone doesn't get grossed out very easily, and they're not very gross, but they're just a little more like bathroom humor than than the other stories. So, I, But I'm going to do these, so just be warned if you're eating. They're not going to be graphic or anything, but I just want to yep. let you know. Sometimes Daphne things did just... not turn out well. All right, anyway, what? Wait, what? So Daphne did not turn out well. No. All right, let me... I just thought that this was really neat, and I wanted to know if this is something that you'd be interested in. Okay. Okay. So there is a new invention that has been... It's a new concept that has been created. Okay. And in a way of, it's a new kind of scale that you can use. All right. And what it's called is the toilet seat scale. Oh, Jesus. So what you can do is weigh yourself before <laughs> and after. Oh. But it's also good, you know, for your insides because what it can do is it can show, you know, if like you're, if everything is functioning properly. And it's basically just like a scale, but instead of standing on it, you sit on it. Yep. So I just wanted to let you know that that's something that exists. So okay. it's called the toilet seat scale. All right. It's uh, going to be on sale sometime uh, in the near future for about $100. Dude. It's four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. And finally, I have this story. And it's about Ubers and vomit. Okay. All right. All right. So this okay. is a new thing that's happening, which I did not know, which kind of makes me more hesitant a little bit to ride in those things. So this is this is some sort of scam thing that's happening with Uber cars across the United States, where number of reports are surfacing that Uber drivers are planting fake vomit in their cars to collect cleaning fees from unsuspecting customers. So what this is, is that some Uber, not, of course, not all, like, the, not everyone's terrible, but there are some mm-hmm. people who have figured out a way 
to be able to make more money off of people who are using the Uber system. Well, because it's mostly people who have been drinking, I would imagine. So what they're doing is they're planting fake vomit in the cars after the people get out, then charging the customer who they're claiming threw up in their car the $200 cleaning fee. How do they prove that? And then that? that way, and then the cleaning fee goes 100% to the Uber drivers, so therefore they made just like 200 bucks. Wow. Like, I'm sure That's there, messed up. I'm sure there are lots of people, you know, who do, like, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, whoever, who do have to deal with, like, you know, right, and that drunken sucks. idiots vomiting. We have a friend who drives yeah. for it, and he had to deal with someone throwing up in his car. And that sounds horrible. Yeah. But... People faking it. That's yeah, they're that's faking lame. it. So one of the victims of such a scandal is an art director from Manhattan. Her name is Meredith Mandel. Now her Uber driver placed a yellow vomit around his car's dashboard and floor mats and said that it was her doing. So the, this resulted in a two hundred dollar cleaning charge, uh, one that apparently you're automatically charged for. Just based on the just based on the fact that the driver said that you're the one that threw up in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Seems Mendel, like that's just meant to be abused. So she was uh, interviewed by the Gothamist. Uh, Mendel laid out her entire story. So she said um, her and her boyfriend and another friend left a restaurant in Brooklyn and hailed an Uber to return them to their uh, respective Williamsburg res- uh, residences. The unremarkable Uber ride ended just before 1.30 a.m. And she went to bed thinking nothing more uh, could have happened from the experience. However, when she checked in the morning, she found that she wasn't charged the $19 fare. She was actually charged $219 uh, $219 for the $19 ride with no explanation as to why. When she reached out to customer service, she began piecing together the company's justification based upon the claim that the driver let us know there was a mess on the trip resulting in the need for car cleaning. Uh, he said that the driver noted that she had been drunk and the cleaning fee goes up a hun- goes 100% to your driver, which means the cleaning fee is $200. <laughs> like, without any proof. How did she... Did she ever get it reversed, or...? Yeah, she said, I was infuriated because I realized that this is actually a scam. At first, I was trying to actually give them the benefit of the doubt, but then I realized it was because all of the money goes to the driver. And I don't know if this is more New York specific, because I know that they're more yeah. expensive, and... Uh, so she is actually building a case against them. And she's like, and I had two witnesses. I was I didn't vomit in the car. Yeah. It's, you know, it's clearly not something that happened, but she's trying... Yeah, she's trying to actually fight it, but how... Freaky would that be? That sucks. Yeah, that would. I mean, if you're just get trying to get a ride home, and all of a sudden you're like, you're like, oh, okay, I'm home, nice and safely, and then you look, and it's like two hundred and fourteen dollars. Well, there's always terrible people that will find ways to mm-hmm. exploit things like that. I'm sure they'll come up with some kind of a loophole. I don't know what they'll do, but well, none of them have happened in Portland. Maybe. I don't know why they're not all required just to have cameras. Yeah. I mean, you would think Uber and Lyft. You can probably get like a cheap cameras if you get them through them or something like that. Say, hey, you can buy in. If you want to be a driver, you got to pay twenty bucks for this camera. Mm-hmm. Records, you know, two hours at a time or something. Well, this isn't the only one. So this has happened in Manhattan. There have been other reported cases of uh, this fake vomit scandals. There have been uh, they've been happening in Florida, and a few have been reported in L.A. as well. So her two hundred dollar charge was retracted when she had to provide evidence that she didn't throw up all over somebody's car. Um, yeah, but, but but her word of advice is to make sure you check your Uber fares and make sure that nobody's taking advantage of me because two hundred bucks is a big chunk of change. Yeah, yeah, I would be so pissed. I had some uh, some fake vomit when I was in like fourth grade. It was one of my favorite things. Of course, it was. I, I used that thing all over the place. All right, well, that's your world of crazy. Thanks for sharing that, Greg. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. No, I just brought back some fond memories. Ew. 
Henry Hill Elementary, Elementary had that all over it. All right. Uh, I've got some ball talk that we have to talk about. Oh, my goodness. We have to get to. We just have to. It's big news. There's big news, Sarah. Big, 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 big news. Big news. Big news. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. We have a, a potpourri of balls. A smattering. I do have this breaking news. Breaking news. Maria Sharapova. You know who she is? Yeah, she's the golfer? No. Tennis player. Yes. Yes. From? Sweden. No. Scotland. No. Ireland. No. Wrong direction. Mexico. No. Russia. No. Maria Sharapova, yes, from Mexico. No, it's uh, Maria Sharapova. She's the Russian tennis player. And she has, the breaking news is this. She had just held a press conference where she said she has tested positive for a banned substance by the World Anti-Doping Agency. And she will not be... Okay, yeah, this is... Wow, this is pretty big. She said she's been taking the drug meldonium since 2006 and didn't realize it had been banned at the start of 2016. So she has been taking it, though. She's been banned, or she she will now be probably kicked out of the Australian Open. The thing is, whenever athletes say this, like, oh, I didn't realize the rules had changed to where it was banned. If you're in top tennis player like that's your career profession mm-hmm. she's been number one I think she might even be ranked number one now I don't know don't you think you would know that like that would be a major issue in your world yeah that oh this drug that's has been banned that's something that's severely impacting you you'd think you would know it and so there it is Maria Sharapova moving on to ball talk a couple of different stories uh, it's kind of bounces around here a little bit I'll, I'll, do, I'll go to this one another major story over the news UFC fighting. Conor McGregor. Do you know the name Conor McGregor? That was the guy. He's the Irish fighter guy, right? He's the Irish fighter in UFC. He was. He's the champion. I'm not going to pretend like I know a ton about UFC because I don't. I do know his name because I've seen his name everywhere because they've been hyping him up as the, as the big star of UFC. I've seen people that love him and people that hate him. I guess he's a little bit controversial because he, he talks a lot of shit before matches. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's won a lot. Well, he fought this weekend where he went up two weight classes to fight in a different weight class. And he was heavily favored. But he didn't win. He lost. Oh, he didn't. He lost in the second round. He was beat by a guy named Nate Diaz from, uh, I think he's from like the Bay Area or something like that. Anyway, he, he was American. Lost uh, and beat Conor McGregor, the Irish Brawler. I saw somebody hashtag that. I think that's what he's called. I have no idea. Again, I'm, I'm kind of out of my element here talking about UFC, mm-hmm. but I know it's a big story. Anyway, he lost. I did watch his concession speech where he where he did he did allow himself to be interviewed afterwards. It's pretty good. He said, "Yep, I lost. I got beat. You know, he was better than me, and uh, I'm going to learn from it and all that stuff." So he didn't try to blame anybody else but himself. And also, Holly Holm, the woman who beat. Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. she lost as well. Oh, we should hate to beat her. So there we go. That was the UFC news over the weekend. Thank you. Yes, thanks for the update. If you had picked the undercard or the uh, the 
what's the underdog? What's the yeah, the underdog. There we go. That would work. Yeah, <laughs> if you had picked the underdog in those two bets, you would have made a lot of money. So if if for the parlay bet, if you'd bet one hundred dollars saying Misha Tate and Nate Diaz would win, I think it was worth about fifteen hundred bucks. Mm, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yep. There we go. Moving on to ball talk. So I've got a question for you, since you are a fan of tangentially the sport I'm going to talk about. So the Combine is going on for the NFL, or was going on, where they have all the athletes come and then they compete. And this is what I was talking about before, where they measure them, measure their their hand span and their wingspan and how high they can jump and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But one of the players there is a guy by the name of Joshua Garnett, so he's hopeful to get drafted. It sounds like he's going to get drafted. He's out of Stanford. And I'll, I'll give credit to this. I did hear part of this on Jim Rome earlier today, and I wanted to bring this up because it is a fact here. This was a story also on Deadspin. That this guy, he's a lineman, probably going to get drafted. But here's something that he did that I think is more astounding than being a pro NFL player. Okay. He ate seven 24-ounce steaks in one sitting. I knew it was going to be. Seven. I was just waiting. I'm like, is it wrestling or food? Wrestling or food? ounce steaks. Wow. In one sitting, this guy did. That is impressive. That is very impressive. Now, Sarah, as a fan of competitive eating, you're a fan of Joey Chestnut, I are am. you not? Yes. I am. Fan very of, much so. Fan of his works. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find this impressive? Would you be able to compete in something like this for like a steak eating contest? No, that's way too much meat. Too much meat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know we're, we're going to be eventually having the Fun Employment Radio hot dog eating contest where you're going to compete in that. That's really not happening. Um, I think the more we talk about it, the more we realize it's, it's inevitable that's no, going to I- happen where you're going to compete see how many hot dogs you can eat. I just wanted to see if this was something that you would see on the radar. Do you find that impressive? Like, as somebody who enjoys the sport, if you will, uh, where's this rank in there? No, I, I am not impressed. Not impressed. Plus, it's just all meat. I mean, like with Joey Chestnut, for example, or um, uh, what's his name? Tobayashi? Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Yes. Thank you. I'm so uh-huh. sorry. He was just secondary, so I don't uh-huh. really care about him anyway. Oh. But um, but I mean, with with Joey Chestnut and his hot dog eating skills, I mean that is a mix of um, you know of proteins and uh-huh. also of bread. Like you have to do both of those. I think the combination of the two makes that a little more complex. Okay. And I believe it is more challenging than just eating one product, a lot of one product. Okay, that's some good. Mm-hmm. That's some good good analysis right there. I mean, yep. that's what's that? Uh, twenty four seven ounce. I mean, it's got to be close to ten pounds. Ten and a half pounds. That's ten and a half pounds of meat that he put into his stomach. I mean, I'm I'm just saying I think that's kind of impressive. But you are the analyst, analyst offering the analysis. If there's no mixing, if there's no mixing of it, that's just it's. Mm-hmm. I'm not as impressed. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. Want to get your opinion on that? Moving on to ball talk, and we'll go to this. This is our final story today. Although it's a multi-part story, I'm gonna warn you, it's a multi-part story. Oh God. What does that even mean? I'm plugging in the sound. There's a big announcement in the world of the NFL today, Sarah. One of the greatest players of all time has announced his retirement. Can you tell me who it is? Oh, the guy, um, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yes. Yes, indeed. Peyton Manning has announced his retirement. After 18 seasons in the NFL, I believe he holds the record for most passing yards of all time, most touchdowns of all time. He's five-time MVP. Nobody's ever done that. So definitely one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback of all time. Announcing his retirement. He is not coming back. 
It's a good thing he won that Bolo de Super then. He did win the Bolo de Super. That is true. But I think we need to do just a little bit of acknowledgement of his accomplishments on here. I've got a two-part thing. One part's terrible. The other part I don't think is quite as bad. But we, we have to do this you know, every, every week during the NFL season. The Mad Fanatic, the big fan of the Denver Broncos, creates a song. And this is his. Called Saturday GOAT. Saturday football fans today, man. Seeing the greatest walk away. Peyton Manning is the greatest ever, by far the best I've ever seen play. These Hollywood dudes couldn't write a better screenplay. Riding off on that white horse trophy and hand it to the sunset. Okay, that's enough. that's enough. Okay, well, there we go. That was the Mad Fanatics, GOT, greatest of all time. And I'm going to follow it up with one more just because this is the last time. Are we talking about this? This? Actually, it's, it's kind of impressive. It's called Omaha. Omaha. Wait, I can't even say it correctly. Omaha. Hallelujah. You know, because Peyton Manning always says Omaha. Mm-hmm. Oma Hallelujah. And it comes from, um, oh who are these God. guys? The Punch Brothers. But it's also a word that Broncos quarterback Peyton Manning often shouts for no apparent reason <laughs> right before Hut, Hut, Hike! I'm 12 years old. 12 years old. Growing up in Maryville, Tennessee, we all watch the Vols. Ooh. Take a weekly beating in the SEC. And then the whole town talks about how good we used to be. Way back when Peyton. Peyton Manning was our QB. Guess I thought he'd die. Thought he'd die. Based on the tears that tend to well in the grown ups' eyes. So just imagine when I first beheld the man making Sunday brunch of the best defenses in the NFL. Is that God or Peyton? Peyton Manning, I cannot tell. But I'll follow him. All over the map from Indianapolis to Denver. Slice of Papa John's for dinner. Oh, my hallelujah. <laughs> we bear our heads. One nation in shotgun formation out of the no hollow with number 18 common audibles. Omaha! Oh, my hallelujah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my hallelujah. That's pretty good. So there we go. That is it. Peyton Manning retiring from the NFL after 18 seasons. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Are you sad that he's retiring? No, I don't care. Okay. I mean, you know. Time to go, I guess. Everybody's got to go at some point. Well, he's not dead. Yeah. That way. He's uh, Just meant he retired. Yeah. It's probably going to own about 18 million Papa John's though now. Papa John's! Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. We really do appreciate it. I want to give a big thank you to H and Block. Yes. Give our buddy Gilbert a call. You need to get your taxes done. 
let me just say this. Uh, for small businesses, for any kind of a corporation taxes, those are done, uh, need to be in by March 15th. So it's time to get your taxes done. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot it's by March 15th. Oh, yes. boy. Yes. Yay. Yes, indeed. So get your taxes done. Uh, like I said, give uh, give Gilbert a call. Uh, let me get you his phone number. His phone number is, get ready. Get ready. We're waiting with bated breath. His phone number is 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. So definitely give Gilbert a call. Um, big thank you to them at H&R Block. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's about that it for today. Good. I think that's, that's about it stuff. for today. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> You're fantastic. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow. With more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Love you. Goodbye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.